This is the Morning Sports Desk on a Wednesday, the 22nd of June. How's it going, Corey? Oh, great. How are you? You know, it, it is a Wednesday. It is. It, and, does that does that mean something in particular for you, or just well, it means like are all Wednesdays like hey? Wednesday. I mean, other than the fact that it is Wednesday, my dudes. Um, you know, uh, it is the first day of the Wadena County Fair. Oh yeah, that's right. It's preview day today, isn't it? Preview day at the Wadena County Fair. Uh, and by preview, uh, it means Corey's going to be uh, setting up radio equipment at the uh, at the fair. I mean, not me. I mean, maybe me, but most likely me. And, but it depends on when you guys go because we got to draw straws. Because I got some stuff I got to do at eleven when we initially want to. Either way, what I'm saying is, hopefully you paid attention because um, to what I did yesterday because it's probably going to be you today. <laughs> well, you uh, you're in for a treat then. Uh, no, it'll it'll be you're great. underestimating you're overestimating my ability to pay attention. It'll be great because you and Dan will go out there early. Yes, and then. Uh, have to wait for me for about a half an hour, and then I'll get out there and have to do everything. You guys will just have gotten to spend time outside for 30 minutes in the morning when it's nice out. Getting some fresh air, right. sunny skies, getting to preview the fair. That's exactly right. Exactly, yeah. So You're welcome. I should, You know, really what I should be saying to all of this is, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so the Minnesota Twins last night they lost an extra innings. They will not be at the fair. They will not. No, unfortunately. Although some of them might as well be. We asked them. Yeah. Hey Twins, come to the fair. Carlos Correa went to the state fair in 2015 and he doesn't feel the need to come to the Wadena County Fair, so dude loves juicy Lucy's. Yeah. But uh, you know, you think you think some of the guys would like to like to come around to the uh to the fair. You, know, you could imagine that, like, uh, you know, Byron Buxton wants to come on more like the faster rides. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, Arise you know, is more like he'll he'll play the games. He won't really go on rides. He'll play games, but the ones that like weirdly you kind of have to be crafty at, like getting the bottles to fall down, kind of thing. Yeah, it's Luis Arise is definitely he's like. Why think I got like a. Like a like a like a bunny that's as big as him. Yeah. Like Luis Arise is definitely gonna have. By the way, have I said this before? That dude's just adorable. He's got such a chubby face. He's he's like one of the cutest people I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I'm not joking. He's. I, what other word would you use to describe? How would you describe him? He's just kind of adorable looking, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you know, there was always Pudge Rodriguez back in the day. Uh, he kind of had his charm. Uh, and Luis Arise has his charm in the fact that he's just like very, like he looks like a handsome Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's probably the most accurate way to put it. I would I would I would guess. You know, I really can't think of. Uh, I think we've reached the highest echelon of what this morning sports desk could be. Is that yeah. we finally, finally, after painstaking struggle, figured out how to best. Uh, describe Luis Arise. I don't know that I uh, I like that for him as much, but I feel much more comfortable in describing him as a handsome Ewok than I just do calling him cute over and over again. <laughs> well, you know, you uh, just want to pinch his little cheeks, don't you? <laughs> like somebody's great aunt at a family reunion. Oh, look just at wanna, you! What a handsome young look man at you you've all become. Grown up. You look very handsome. What is that? Like a little chin strap beard you got there? You're adorable. 
Uh, he's, <laughs> did you see that video of him in Seattle throwing fish last week? No, I did not. He got they like let him go behind the counter and throw nice. fish, and he like tried to grab the paper, and the guy's like, "No, no, no, you don't need the paper." He's like, "Why do you have the paper?" And he's yeah. like, "Cause I want to go like this." And he like claps his hands and it, like makes a different sound effect, and he's just kind of like you'd see his eyes light up. It was <laughs> like fish out of water in the sense of like you're just around these these giant dudes who do nothing but throw fish all day. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just there to have fun, and he's got this giant goofy smile the whole time. Anyway, I love him. Um, but let's hold on. What? Um, because we work at uh, country music radio stations. Yeah. Which Twins player is most likely to enjoy country music? What would be your like, guess? Okay, so are we talking current like, Twins player on the current roster who likes? Country music the most. Okay, and now are we talking like KWAD country music, like classic, it, yeah, like it, I don't, or just like indulges I, in the genre? I'll be honest with you, I don't think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you indulge in the genre at all, it's, it's it counts. It counts. Okay, well, uh, before Brian Dozier would be the home run pick, but uh, oh yeah, he's definitely a, a he, Florida Georgia line guy, isn't he? Yeah, he definitely jams out to. That cruise. was probably his walk up music. Now that you, uh, now that I, think there about was JJ Hardy always had uh, Zach Brown Band's "Country Fried" as his walk up song. Zach Brown Band's legit. Uh, I'm writing down some names as you think about this. I'm I'm th- I'm just trying to go down the lineup. Uh, Arise, no Buxton, no. Although Buxton is from Georgia, so like there's a good chance he's listened to uh, a lot of country. He's music. He's at least his... heard like an Alan Jackson tune in his time. Yeah, like he he probably has a appreciation of the music. I don't think he's like, I don't think he's out in the cowboy hat, like jamming I, out to country. But I, I would like to point out that I am definitely only writing down the white guys on the roster right now. <laughs> Corey's stereotyping pretty hard this morning. Well, I feel pretty good about it. <laughs> Uh, a, here's the thing. We've got some great, like, country names that exist out here, too. Yeah. I will say this. I'll throw this name out right away. Uh, Joe Ryan, not a country fan. No, he feels like he's the guy who spent his entire life in the, in the northeastern part of the United States. Yeah, he's kind got, of person. He's got, like, the dude wore a turtleneck during a game. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's that's like the least country music vibe he you does, can put out there. He's got sneaky, like, I bet that guy listens to Slayer vibes to him. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Uh, so you got anybody in mind yet? I'm thinking uh, Sonny Gray feels like a classic rock kind of guy. That's a great country name, but I think I agree with you. Um, I, I'm, I'm dipping my toes <laughs> into the bull. Uh, Joe Smith. Is that his name? The guy in the bullpen? I don't. Uh, yeah, there's a Joe Smith in the in the bullpen. Yeah, I, th- I feel like he's a, but mainly because he's like an older guy, veteran, yes. baseball player. Yeah, like he probably listens to country music. Um, I'm just going up and down the line. I will. T- can I give you my name? The number number one on the board, first draft pick. I think number one overall pick has to be Dylan Bundy. Yeah, it's the most country sounding name. Yeah, no, I, I actually, the more, the more I think about it, the more I agree with you, uh, because like he, that, he, like he probably has an acoustic album, right? Yeah, and it's called like First Pitch Fastball or something like. <laughs> it's just he just leans into the fact that he kind of likes baseball. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's, or the album's called Sixty Feet Six Inches. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, he's got... Uh, all right, everyone, this is Dylan Bundy with his latest single, It's High Heat. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's a, it's like a, it's about baseball, but it's also about like, like Trace your hot new girlfriend that you meet on Saturdays <laughs> at noon down by the river. You know what I mean? It's like Trace Adkins song, Swing. It's about baseball for about two seconds. That's right. And then the rest of it is a lot of, uh, yeah. a lot of suggestions. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're bringing that high heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was Dylan Bundy. <laughs> yeah, I think he does kind of just look like a, a, a like a stereotypical country singer. By the way, like he's got some facial hair. He's tall. He's got a little little bit pudgier kind of like build. I think that is uh, um, Dylan Bundy is our high ceiling, right? Yeah, low floor, high ceiling. You take him number one overall because you want to take the chance. I think the number two overall pick here has the highest floor in our Twins country music fan draft. Yeah. I don't know what the ceiling is. It's maybe not as high as Dylan Bundy's, but like I think the uh, the most likely outcome, the most consistent chance of being a country music fan is Caleb Thielbar. Yeah, Minnesota kid. Yeah. Uh, where was he from? He, But he spent a lot of time. He actually, before he came back to the Twins, he spent time on the South Dakota State baseball team coaching staff. Oh, is that right? Uh, yeah. So I, I, I thought about Thielbar. I didn't want to pick the low hanging fruit, but, uh, yeah, yeah it, he makes, you ever it s- says Northfield here, but I, doesn't it feel like it was like Randolph or something like that? Yeah. Even more. I'm, I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. And he's, he pitched at South Dakota State. Played I, baseball for the St. Paul Saints when they were indie ball. Yeah. All that stuff. Ryan Jeffers is a very, uh, country music sounding name. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh Yeah. Uh Kepler, no. Kepler, no. That yeah, no. Trevor's country sounding, but I don't think Lar you know, I don't think he's He's an is. Oregon guy. Nah, I don't Yeah, he that's a good point. An Oregon guy. Um Kirilov, uh, maybe. Garlic. Garlic's got a little country vibes to yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a few there's a few out there, I think. Kyle Garlic doesn't sound like a country singer. Kyle Garlic sounds like the, like the Rodney Carrington of like, I sing country songs when I'm actually like parodying country songs yeah. kind of thing. He's like a sneaky good guitar player. Yeah. Everyone just laughs at his lyrics, but what under behind everything, like this guy kind of slays. <laughs> <laughs> the twins are going to need to find some way to start slaying because they lost to the Guardians last night yes. in extra innings. They are now tied for the division lead. Uh, so I don't know how they're going to strum their way out of this situation. The Guardians are one of the hottest teams in baseball at the moment. The Twins, they've been kind of playing 500 baseball this month. It's been a tough schedule, but, uh, they, they have a big series, uh, that continues with Cleveland. The one thing that's really interesting about this series with Cleveland is that, um, they play the three game series this week. They have a three-game series over the weekend with Colorado. And then they go right to Cleveland to play a five-game series. By that, I mean five games in four days because yeah. there's a split doubleheader right. uh, in, like, next Tuesday. So, th- and they're playing a lot of games and a lot of ga- and a lot of days. These division games, especially against the Guardians, who, by the way, the Twins won't play until September. Uh, so, these games, White Sox, by the way, only three and a half games back, too. Uh, but, uh, the Guardians seem like the, the most reliable, uh, contender against the Twins. This is, these games you play against them matter because you won't really get a chance to play them again for a while. The Twins are gonna have to manage their bullpen really well because they're playing, their next day off isn't until July. So, it's, 
going to be an interesting stretch for the Twins, who really, like, weirdly important game, not the most important games. If they get swept, it's not the end of their season, but these are some important games, and you can yeah. see it because last night, listening to Provis and Gladden on the call, they were, they had a playoff vibe to them, how they were calling the game. Rocco Baldelli used all of his bench moves in the ninth to try and win the game in the ninth, which is the right call. Uh, don't go to extras because the extra inning rule is stupid. But, uh, yeah, this is a very important series for June. I, you don't, I mean, you're right. You don't, getting swept here would not be the worst of all circumstances, but it certainly is not the exact vibe you want to have in this. You mentioned their next off day, July 7th is their next off day. Then they play three games and have an off day on the 11th. And then they have all-star break. July 18th through the 22nd. So, you know, we're coming up where they've got, they've got a lot of time off in the month of July. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you got to do everything you can to win if at all possible. I agree. I'm not a huge fan of the extra innings rule in baseball. I, I'm just kind of trying to tack on just extra points. I, I, I just kind of agree with everything. If the, uh, at the beginning of the season, if you would have told me the Twins were in the White Sox spot, three and a half games back from the division lead, maybe like, I don't know what the record is, a couple games under 500? Uh, they're 500, exactly. They're exactly 500. And in the mix with like not being healthy at all in this first half and hopes of getting guys back for the second half push, all of those things, I think I probably would have been thrilled about that. Yeah. I think I would have been very – now it sounds weird because they got out to such a nice start and were leading by such a decent margin to be tied. I get it. It's a different – that's a, an entirely different perspective. Um, uh, I, I'm okay. I'm okay with where everything is at for the Twins right now. And I don't, I don't know if you're necessarily asking that question, but they're not in a bad place by any means. No, they're not. And I think that's an important thing to note because they haven't been playing well as of late. Uh, but one last thing I want to touch on, and we'll wrap it up for yeah. uh, today. The the Lakers, by the way, have another documentary. Sure, they had the HBO show. Magic Johnson has his own documentary. Now there's another Lakers documentary on Hulu. Nice. Uh, it's about the Showtime Lakers. It's called Legacy, oh, talking yeah. about the Lakers. And, of course, they're going to not even acknowledge half of their legacy, which is winning most of their titles in Minneapolis. Yeah, but, sh- shout out Minneapolis. But it's fine. Uh, it's fine. Anyway. Well, they've... Uh... You know, people care about the Lakers, I guess. That's what people keep telling me. The dirtiest thing I think they do all the time is they'll take the Minneapolis Lakers throwbacks and wear them. I think they wore them one time at the Target Center, and they're like, this is cute. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not your history. It is not. And they don't even pretend to acknowledge it. That would be, if I were in charge of sports, that would be one of the things. I would like, the, if your team moved to a new town, the new town does not get credit. Yeah, because those are not fan those they were not fans then they're whatever. The old and if there's a new franchise in the old town, they get credit. That is now a that is now the I don't know, the the Nordiques titles. <laughs> kind of well kind of like the Baltimore Ravens moving from Cleveland and then the Browns getting a franchise again and then they just took all the Browns records and put them back. Right. That's what they should do. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, that's Corey on the morning sports desk for Wednesday, the 22nd of June.
Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack. And with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. With Black Friday savings at the Home Depot, you'll find top brand kitchen appliances with innovative features that can do more so your holidays can be more. Ovens with built-in air fryers for baking the perfect cookies. Dishwashers with smart tech to clean everything from bakeware to festive mugs and high-capacity refrigerators to keep leftovers fresh. Shop Black Friday savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to 750 on select GE kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through November 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.